if it is or if it ain't, it's gonna come out. Everybody, it's your girl Miracle Sims, and you're listening to God, Sex, and Love. Your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. It is December the eighth, twenty twenty-two, and today the topic is. Let me show you. <laughs> well, uh, once again, my apologies. I know it's after time. It's like six thirty or whatever when I started this live today, but. Um, I'm here. I'm here to give you all the juice this morning. Um, And to God be the glory for all things. Um, It wasn't because I slept late or anything like that. Um, Coincidentally, (laughs) I actually kept waking up. I kept waking up at a variety of times. Um, Unfortunately, I don't remember all of the times that I was waking up um, specifically, but the ones that I did remember and looked. Um, I did look up those this morning, and that is pretty much where today's topic come from. Even though your girl was a little bit all over the place mentally, um, probably distracted, you know, and everything like that. But um, um, the Lord, you know, I guess settled in my spirit by what, you know, he wanted me to share this morning. And so here it is, you know. uh, And again, it's entitled, Let Me Show You. And... Yeah, I mean, I guess we should go ahead and get into it, y'all, because uh, I guess you got somebody you want to show us on today. <laughs> so, um, one of the times that I did wake up was 150, and so um, this is a verse that I came across, John 150. It says, Jesus answered and said unto him, because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. So, yeah, yeah, in the midst of all my distractions and all the random things that my mom thought about this morning, this did stand out. Um, Because, I mean, I guess more so the part about um, thou shalt see greater things than these. Um, I guess it's the part that stood out to me the most. Um, I mean, I did go a little bit deeper and read, uh, you know, the verses surrounding it and everything like that. And basically what's going on in this account is that I believe this was to Philip, if I'm not mistaken. Um, basically, and it was like Jesus was starting to gather his disciples or, or people were starting to follow Jesus or whatever. And, um, one of them went to go get Philip and, um, I guess when he came to meet him or whatever, um, he told him what he was doing before he got there. And I guess that helped him to believe. And this was Jesus' response to him. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going on and all of that. But let's keep going, y'all, because, you know, these are these verses are kind of sporadic. But I believe the Lord going to bring them together like he always do. <laughs> so then Daniel 10 and 1 stood out to me this morning as well. And it says, in the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, 
a thing was revealed to Daniel, whose name was Belshazzar. <laughs> and the thing was true, but the time appointed was long. And he understand, understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. So this stood out to me for a variety of reasons. Because, um, again, the time that I, one of the times that I don't remember, um, I actually looked up the numbers um, in the Strongs or whatever. And if I'm not mistaken, those numbers led me to Belshazzar, which is spelled a little bit different than this, but still. Belshazzar and then... Um, there was something else. I wrote them all down in my notes, but I didn't write them down in these notes. So my apologies for that. But it was that in another word. I think it was like Persian coin or something like that. So by the time I came around and came across this verse right here, it really stood out. Because I was like, okay, I, I saw something about the Persian coin. The other word was very similar to Belshazzar. And so I don't know. It really just stood out to me this morning. And... I guess what's standing out to me the most about it, aside of those things, is it's saying that um, do, 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 uh, a thing was revealed to Daniel. So again, we're talking about a vision, right? Um, in my opinion here, a thing was revealed to Daniel and it says this thing was true, but the time appointed was long and he understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. Um, this also stood out as well because yesterday while your girl was out there hustling in the streets, I ended up listening to, um, Pastor David Lynn and everything like that. And I'm telling you the patience that that man has is just unmatched. Like I hadn't seen anything like it. Um, <laughs> especially talking to people that are like so combative and everything like that. So that's one thing. Um, but I noticed like I ended up listening to this like hour long conversation that he was having with this gentleman about, um, I guess he's a Hebrew Israelite and whatnot. And the man wanted to claim that, you know, I guess in some ways that the gospel message was only for the Israelites and not for anybody else. And, um, obviously David Lynn was talking about what he is studying and what I have seen is that this gospel message is for everybody and everything like that. So I guess that stood out because the vision, um, that Daniel had is, you know, the visions that they were talking about, like when it came about, you know, the feet of brass, the eyes of fire, all of that type of stuff. And so, you know, you guys can go deeper and read Daniel 10, 22 through 21 for yourself. But, um, yeah, verse one really stood out to me this morning, I guess also, you know, in regards to having a vision, the Lord want to tell us something. He want to show us something. All right. So then revelations, two and 10 stood out to me as well. And it says, fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you in prison that ye might be tried, may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation in 10 days be thou faithful unto death. And I will give thee a crown of life. Y'all, are we... <laughs> now, on one hand, I'm like, you know, it's kind of hesitant to write that down. Um, but on another hand, I mean, it stood out to me. So I was like, let me just go ahead and write it down anyway. Um, but yeah, like, are we willing and ready to stand for God in truth and all these things? Even if we're facing prison, even if we're facing death. Um, 
Now, God says he's going to reward us for that if we are faithful, you know. Um, but I think the question mainly here is like, you know, once God gives us the visions, right? Once God shows us whatever it is he wants to show us, right? Um, and, you know, are we willing to stand on that? Are we willing to die for that? Um, all the people that we are reading today in the Bible, that's what they did. Um, I know that in the Go Deeper section is Habakkuk 2 and 2. And I think that's, I think that's the one that says, um, you know, write the vision and make it plain. That's what these gentlemen did. So with God giving you a vision, God gives you, you know, whatever it is that he's showing you, um, what are you going to do with what he's showing you? Um, yeah, I, I actually, this morning, one, at one point I was kind of distracted and, um, I ended up watching, um, well, I came across Allie and, and something she posted recently and I shared it, you know, um, and then I ended up watching some of the videos in the past and everything like that. And it's crazy how now a lot of the things that, again, my heart and mind was exposed to back in 2020 because of Allie and also because of, you know, other things as well. Um, and, you know, I've been trying to share those things and, and let those things be known, but it's very interesting that now things are circling back around and it's more in the mainstream, um, you know, when it comes to this, again, talk about human trafficking and children trafficking and, you know, crimes against humanity and, you know, all the different things like, you know, the Balenciaga photo shoot and it just goes on and on and on. Right. Um, and anyway, I guess I'm reminded of her in this moment as I sit here and, and share with you guys, because I, I want to say her recent post, she was saying, I guess people are asking her for names or something like that. And so I guess she gave a few names, but she's saying, before I give you more names, you know, what are you going to do with the names that I've already given you? And so I, I all things really do work together for the good, man. Even, even in the distractions, the Lord is speaking to me. The thing is, I feel like it's the same question being posed on us today. Like, with the visions and the things that God is showing you, what are you going to do with it? You know, and are you willing to stand? And are, even if you face prison, are you willing to stand? Even if you face death, are you willing to stand? If you're not there, friend, I get it. I understand. Oh, like, uh, those seem like difficult uh, things to encounter. Um and everything like that. But again, well, one, the Lord tells us that I will give thee a crown of life, you know, um, if we are faithful unto death. So that's one thing. I mean, that hopefully will encourage you and inspire you to build your faith um, and be more bold, you know. But then also um, just understanding that at the end of the day, you know, um, I don't know, that quote kept coming to my mind right now, the one about, like, uh, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. <laughs> uh, that type of thing, you know. Um, I'm going to keep going here because uh, I don't want to get too, too distracted here. But um, this stood out to me to share this morning as well. It's Acts 18 and 9. It says, And the Lord said to Paul, One night in a vision, do not be afraid, but go on speaking and do not be silent. So there you go, y'all. Even when we're facing adversity, even if we face whatever, the threats of prison, the threats of death, whatever the case is, we got to understand that um, 
you know, as we go deeper into the Bible, it shows us and, it, and it's telling us that, you know, there's no need to be afraid of anything that anyone can do to us here. We should be more, have more reverence for God, the one that can do something to both our body and soul. Um, and for whatever reason, I mean, this is just my random observation. I feel like we don't, um, for whatever reason, we, we tend to just, I guess, put more weight on the things that we see versus the unseen and everything like that. But, um, you know, that's the juice today. You know, this is all I have to share. I mean, there's some things in the go through section that you guys can peruse and let marinate on your heart, souls, and minds. But, um, what I'm receiving today is that the Lord wants to show us something. I mean, even today, um, well, I'll share. Mm, okay. Well, let me show you this now. So as I was writing down the verses and I was typing them for the notes and whatnot, I noticed that I kept seeing two, one, zero, two, one, zero, da, 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 da. And I, so I ended up adding them up. Um, at least the ones that was in the go deeper section, I think I ended up adding those up and I got 64. And, um, I looked in the Strong's. I know this is crazy, y'all, but I'm just telling y'all what happened. I looked into the Strong's Concordance and 64 was talking about, um, the two different words or the two different num things that came up was to hunt was one. And then the other one was like a, a vineyard. And so I started looking up verses centered around to hunt a vineyard. And, um, it was pointing out about, you know, the, the, mm, Lord, you better, Okay. So it was pointing out about the, um, basically like the fig tree that didn't bear fruit, the grapes that, um, you know, he was expecting grapes, but got wild grapes, things like that. And what happened to those y'all can look it up for yourself to see what he did with those or whatever, but it pretty much goes around to the, the fact that like, if you're not bearing fruit, then you, you serve no purpose. Right, I guess to the kingdom, to God, you know, whatever the case is. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, we got to be about our father's business. That's what I'm receiving on today. If I needed any more confirmation, here go the Bible verse of today, y'all. It's Romans 12 and 2. It says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may <laughs> prove what is good, or excuse me, what is that good? and acceptable and perfect will of God. So friends, I hope you all enjoyed this juice this morning. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to God, Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration and juice. I pray you guys can go forth and have a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you all tomorrow. It's Lord's will. Bye-bye. Hey y'all, I'm Nyla O'Neill with Anchor Phlebotomy Institute. We're located at 737 South Hill Street in Griffin, Georgia. Look, this program was birthed out of a will to help and push you closer to your dream, customizing each and every learning path for each and every student, giving you hands-on education um, with myself and, and other teammates. We're here to help you and drive you to be the best version of yourself. Look, we are a 12-week program, and it will be vigorous, but it will be worth the work. Put the work in, you will see it in the end. We are dedicated to seeing you not only finish our program, but to get certified. We are an accredited school through the National Phlebotomy Solutions, and we are so ready to meet each and every one of you. Contact us today.